Just uh, before we start, just introduce yourself, sir. Well, my name is Sensei Bob from the legendary Bobby Crew. Just one of the members representing the crew today. Um, how's it going? I'm good, man. Thanks for uh, thanks for meeting with me today. I appreciate it. So the the idea for the interview again is like so we can get people to learn a little bit more about what bopping is, what pop locking is, and learn a little bit about your personal story. So like. Do you want to start with maybe like talking a little bit about bopping the style and break that down for us? Well, I'm gonna start off with I got a speech that I do called the Evolution of Hip Hop on the West Coast, and um, on the West on the East Coast, they wore baggy pants because they were wearing two or three pants and it was real cold. But here in LA, we wore baggy pants because it made our waves and stuff mm -hmm. and everything baggy clothes made it look more uh, flowing. We would have the big radio because the most hurtful thing you can do is walk through another neighborhood, bump into somebody that could dance and didn't have no music. That right. was hurtful. Right. Two good dancers, no music. <laughs> yeah. So everybody started walking around with radios. Now, if two radios arrived at the scene, then you would have battle with a radio. Right. And whichever radio was the loudest, that was the radio that was going to play for us to get out at. Okay. What we got out at, people was hitting up graffiti, like the Venice and stuff. We was popping before the graffiti was there. Right. And they would put the graffiti up behind us. Then we'd do events. And then the, the DJs in the 70s, before popping music even started coming out, we only had funk music. So right. they would take the breakdown beat and the funk song and blend it and extend it that, that funky beat. And it was only like a, every song had a little segment where the beat got real into it. <laughs> yeah. So they would mix it and loop it and make it longer and be scratching and giving us time to get down on. Like yeah. Off that, off that, off that really hitting part. Then the MC started getting up there rapping like Ice T and them. Cause I can remember being at the radio trying and I was battling this dude named Buzz Bunny too. And I remember looking up and seeing Ice T battling my homeboy Jazzy, young Jazzy. He was a kid to Ice T, and he beat him in that battle. Oh, so when I looked yeah. up and seen him die, I looked back at dude. It was a big crowd. I was like, we we finna get it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I went on. <laughs> nice, man. Oh uh, yeah. And that's uh, 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 a trip. How I got introduced to that that dude, uh, Buzz Bunny too. We was on Hollywood and Highland, and. Uh, there was a guy named Buzz Bunny One. Yeah. Not. He later became a guy named Fish. Well, he ended up being in a group called Fishbone. Okay. He was the popper in that group. Okay. I watched the videos from Fishbone. He he did some popper moves in the video. Mm. Now, this dude was the first dude that, that I seen that looked unreal to me. Okay. Right? He had a trench coat on, like the it used to be a style called Mod, and they used to wear the black trench coats and the buttons and everything. And yeah. he did like this and he broke it down Buzz Bunny style uh, and then he went but he was down in the low ride to sit when he right. did. Oh man, he killed oh, me. I was shook up. I was like, ooh, I ain't gonna mess with that. But all my friends was going, what are you waiting on? The confidence and all that. See, I can't see my, myself. Right. I just get out. Right. 
Maybe I was just give us like, let's go. Right? It was like a Clint Eastwood movie. He said, no, nah, before you battle me, you gotta battle my student, Blood Bunny, too. Oh. I took him down. Woo, yeah, woo, yeah. Woo, woo. Then I said, all right, I'm gonna come see you next week because I wanted a fresh get out, yeah. a fresh crowd. Right, fresh right. Well, you know what I'm saying? And we're gonna go at it. I came that next week. As soon as we see each other, <laughs> tumbleweed roll by us for the go down, and the police said, "Hey, get off the corner!" And they oh, broke us up, no. and I never put back into him. And I always called him the fish that got away. And then later <laughs> on down the line, it became he was come to find out he was in a group called Fishbone. That's funny. <laughs> That's crazy. He's the only person I didn't get the battle. Oh, I did, that I that I bumped into and didn't get the battle. You know what I'm saying? Okay, can you tell us a little bit about like? your concept of the 36 chambers um, well when I came out of retirement um, I had to really do some homework on the word pop line yeah and uh, this is what created the 36 chambers by the way it always came when um, I got a computer in, in like 99, 98, and I, and I got hooked up to the internet, and I started surfing the web, and I was all on the Wiggle site, and, yeah. and uh, wherever else I could find, right? Right. And uh, they were saying, what's the hardest style to do? There was no mention of bopping. Yeah. And, uh, and I know for a fact that that's a really hard style to do continuously because it takes a lot of strength and energy to do it. Yeah. Um, um, they was having a conversation, and I just added to the conversation. Yeah. You know, just I just had, you know, I'm gonna put in my little two cents. But I used the word pop lock okay. in my sentence. Yeah. And when I say about 17 hate emails <laughs> hit me back, I mean, I, I, and I'm not. You can't say pop locking. Right. Hey, what's wrong with thing. you? That's two words. You two don't know stuff. what you're talking about. That's two different dances. And <laughs> I'm like, huh? Yeah. And I've never heard nobody say that before. Mm. That really like shook my foundation. I yeah. said, wait a minute, what where did this come from? Right. I didn't see, but see, I didn't know nothing about the electric book blues either, mm. believe it or not. I didn't I wasn't a kid who watched TV. I was out in the streets all the time. Yeah. So I learned everything I do just off of off of, you know, being in at functions, being at the Uncle Jam's army, being at Venice. You know, I yeah. went I was out. I was out in the streets doing it. Yeah. So I never see I didn't see them until I got the computer and everybody was telling me about the Lucky Blue. Then I looked them up yeah. and seen them on TV. I'd never seen none yeah. of that soul train stuff that they did. Yeah. So I was not influenced by them. Yeah. So, pop, and pop locking was just what people said in your community, like in your area, just right, what people right, called right, it. There was right. no question. Right. People but didn't question that that was a that's why, that when they said that, I went and talked to all my old school friends, a lot of them with no notoriety or whatever, and I came up, that's when I became Sensei Bop, yeah. and uh, One Arm became Earthquake, and uh, Chris became Bobby Chris, and Sid became Bobby Sid, and you know, we all took on our, 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 our uh, well, they kind of kept their name. Me and me and me and Earthquake, the only one that kind of changed our name. And uh, I became Sensei Bob. And yeah. uh, what I found, what I, what I found out was that there's two stories of popping in my life. Okay. You know, uh, there's the poppers and the pop lockers. The poppers come out of Fresno, which no doubt it was influenced by the Bay, whether right. they admit it or not. It's just right. plain to see. Yeah, yeah. And they come to LA, and they come with their uniforms and agents and Michael Jackson and yeah. you know and a lot of people seen them for the first time so they became the originators here in LA right but see there was another 
style of dancing that was already here before they came from Fresno. Right. It was called locking and robot. Okay. Now every locking group had a robot. Mm. Every white locking group had a robot. You had to have, just like yeah. you said, every every uh, b boy crew had one popper. Had when one I popper. Yeah. Every b boy group got one popper. Yeah. Every locking group had a robot. Right. You know what I'm saying? Even the original uh, 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 lockers, they had Slim the robot. He was their mm. robot. Slim the robot was their robot. Yeah. So, Bop and Andre created the Bop. Of a bot team, robot team. Mm. It really was bot team, but see, people were saying it wrong. Oh, he's bopping. They thought he was saying bopping. Oh. And then he just said he didn't correct him. So uh, it became bop instead of bot. Aha, uh -huh. that's how it, the word came. Right. Uh, okay. So, uh, but see, he was part of the locking group and he was the robotter of that locking group. Okay. Because now, there was a lot of lockers in now, LA. Like I, w I was explaining to you earlier, right? Yeah. Okay, so, now when you look at a robot, robot is stiff, there's only so much you can do. You know, you you at a certain speed, even if I'm doing touch, yeah. that's still robot speed, no right. matter how you look at it. Right. Now, locking is more freedom. You can, you can move around, you can yep. jump, it's fast, but if you slow down that locker and speed up your robot and then get a robot of the freedom to move around like a locker, then what you got is the style of power. <laughs> the speed yes, for sir. it. Yes, like you know. sir. I like that breakdown. That's so nice. That's so nice. <laughs> and that's when I became sensei because now I had to explain yeah. why we call ourselves pop lockers. And then I, I I noticed a different style. Uh, me, me, Bob and Chris, and, and, and Earthquake, we sat down and created 36 chambers. Okay. Each chamber represents a style of pop locker. The first two chambers is locking the robot. Okay. That's the foundation of all the chambers. Each, each chamber has, like, let's say, the strut chamber. Okay. So it got all kind of fakes and, 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 and four corner. We got the call we call the four corner box where you, you, you don't just stand still and get in. You don't just you know the whole thing you just right here. Yeah. The whole thing you just right here. No, we gotta you gotta hit all four corners. Who uh, gotta hit here? But you gotta hit the right. Aha. Uh -huh. Okay, that's the four corners. Yeah. Is that something like specific for the LA popping well, crew? The or? Foot movement. So that's like the strut chamber. Okay. You know, the different strut walks and bop walks and stuff. And you see people creeping and stuff. Yeah. That's for the foot. What is creeping? Then you got the glide chamber with the okay. floats and glides and moonwalks and stuff yeah. like that. You got the wave chamber arm wave, leg wave, yeah. body wave, right? You got uh, the Panama chamber. You got uh, a combination chamber where you, you use combos of chambers. See, that's why I say I already do the same thing twice, but I do have set moves. Yeah. Now, in three seconds, I just went, I just wave, tick, bop, and did a stretch step. Yeah. Just to, and I was only three seconds of moves. Mm -hmm. You see. So it's like, so it's you need all the chambers. It's not like right. one chamber is the, the most The last important. chamber is the combination chamber. Combination. Being able to blend everything. Uh -huh. You know what I'm saying? We have an exercise chamber, you know, the stretch and do the little, oh, nice. you know what I'm saying? A uh, uh, touch chamber, you know, you got your, uh, the hit chamber. Hit, the lightest tick is the lightest hit you can do, where the bop is the hardest hit you can do. Okay. Tick, 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 boop, 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 boop. Either tick or bop, bop, bop. So a bop is like your 
strongest hit. It's right. like when you're hitting as hard as you can. Right. That's what the bop is. Right. Okay. And, and it's centered from the chest. Oh, you okay. know. Some, so people are like really That's confused why about that, right? That's why everybody in my crew have a signature move where we bop the, our chest. Okay. You know? is, it, is it hitting up? Is it hitting down? Or is there no real rule? Is it just... Well, actually there is. There is, or is the, the original bop is the single bop. Alright, you know, go ahead just a little bit. <laughs> yeah. The single bop, boom, is at the bottom. Boom, 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 boom. I know this looks familiar to you. Yeah, yes, yeah. Boom, 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 boom. I know it's look familiar to you. Yeah. 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 So uh, that's when I created all of that. And uh, me and um, Earthquake, we became the Blues Brothers. I'm Elway, he, he's, uh, I'm John Belushi, he's Elway. Okay. And uh, we decided we was gonna put the band back together, the group back together, and we was gonna put Bop It on the map. And that's what we set out to do. And when was that? And that's what we set out to do. When, uh, when? 2000. 2000, you guys. 99, 98, 2000. Like during that time. When I after that, after that mess, when they hit me with that, on yeah, we, you know, we was talking about. You had to. We had. We came out to set the record straight. Set it straight. And and we was looking for Drake because we we was lost. We didn't know where he was. We ain't seen yeah. him in, in umpteen. I don't know how many years. Right. And uh, so we was hearing rumors that he was being at different places. So we said, you know, what we gonna do? We gonna make him come to us. Okay. We're going to hit so hard <laughs> that he ain't going to come up. Yeah. Um, I was at the Lakewood Hop, and um, I was dancing. And my cousin came through the crowd and said, hey, this dude trying to pop game. And as soon as I came over there, the dude on the stage seen what was going on. Yeah. He said, y'all bring that up here on stage. Oh, nice. So if all y'all can pop, get up here, come up here. So about five people came up here. Yeah. So I'm on one end of the stage like this. And I'm looking at everybody over there, everybody get out. Yeah. And when they was finished, I lay slayed the whole thing, right? <laughs> so when I when I finished, I walked off stage and Pierre approached me from the mm. time back. Okay. He said, hey man, whoa, whoa, whoa. So man, I got his number, we was in touch. And then uh, he was trying to hook me up with Chuck. I don't know if you know about Papa Chuck. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah I do. So he was trying to hook me up with him. And uh, mind you, I didn't know that the poppin' world was going down. I thought it was, yeah. I didn't even know. Yeah. I, found, I started finding out then. And uh, he was trying to hook me up with Chuck. So the day he was supposed to hook me up, he said, oh man, he had the Big Boy Summit. I said, Big Boy Summit? I said, well, that's after Palladium and Hollywood. Like, four. So I looked over my friend, <laughs> I hung up, and said, hey y'all, we're going to Palladium. To a top block event. Nice, nice. <laughs> I didn't tell them it would cost 20 bucks to get in there. <laughs> like like <laughs> so we got there. I didn't even approach the front door. I went to the back. Yeah. We went to the very door. Uh, that's like, that's like, we, 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 and everybody realized we got to pay to get in. Mm. I said, we're going to tell them who we are. You, yeah. We're going to tell them. You always doing the talking. Yeah. So I went over there and told them who we are. And somebody that overheard me saying it and was like, well, you, y'all from the block? You see, I didn't. They, I didn't know that they was thinking that we was with Dre at that moment. Cause we wasn't. We didn't know where Dre was. Right. And uh, so they gave us a bunch of uh, 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 wristbands and went in. And man, I felt like a wolf in a, in a, ch- in a chicken cage, right? 
I couldn't believe all the circles and everything yeah. when I walked in. Right, right. right. I looked up on stage and, and AK and Chuck was up there busting. They were doing stuff like we do it. We went into the other room and up through the other doors. There was two more DJs back here with big circles, but it was dark back there. And where the light was, nobody was standing. Everybody was over there. <laughs> and I wanted the biggest impact I could get. I wanted yeah, you as many as people see me as good. Right. So Dr. Ronnie shows up. And uh, he comes out of the crowd, doo, doo, doo. I'm like, ah! Now, Papa Ronnie used to follow us around at Venice Beach when he was little, but he didn't remember me. And I didn't know he didn't remember me. So when I see him, I approached him, hey! Yeah. And he went, hey, and kept walking. Oh, my ego wasn't <laughs> so Then I seen him over there patting, catching the first one, so maybe he was tired. Yeah. So I approached him the second time, hey, how you doing? Yeah. Hey, hey. Looked away. I'm like, I feel really insulted. Then now I'm ready. I'm like, oh, y'all better know who I am now. I went up in the circle. Everybody stopped. Like, ooh. Then as soon as I walked out, I didn't know Papa Pete was sitting over there either. Right. Watching. I came out and earthquake was coming in. He did this move. This is the reason why I gave him his name, because he can do that triple bop. And plus he's tall. And I said, man, when you're tall and you raise your hands, you make your moves look larger than life. Yeah. Right? And once he came off the step, do, 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 but then he went into the circle like that. He went do, 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 And his whole body was convulsing. Like this. They said when I was pulling out, they said he, well, I don't know how true it is, but he was saying Papa Pete was like he was about to come in behind him. Mm. But if he came through, they said he just bagged <laughs> up and pulled it on and watched. Yeah. He blew it up and mm. came out that circle. Now here comes Bobby Ronnie. Oh. Well, all right, all right. y'all know. Y'all don't know. Y'all going to know today. Hey, so for some of the people that don't know, like, who a lot of the and boppers are can you like throw out some names of different guys like you said bop and ron there's earthquake you just well, mentioned okay. in my who group, are some of the guys in my group uh it's uh i think chris he didn't want to put us all together he didn't want to really knew drink okay. he would tell us stories and we was actually living off them stories right and the way he explained them he created we were trying to Live what he was explaining. Uh, okay. Boom, boom, boom. He said, man, he just came in there like, boom, 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 boom. Nah, boom. Mm. You know, so we was like, what? <laughs> right, right. <laughs> so we were trying to imitate that. Then, um, said, came up with the name. Okay. Me and him was like the rivals in the crew. We would battle each other all the time for okay. who was better, right? He had a thousand moves, I had a thousand moves. Uh, one time we battled each other for over an hour, and uh, he came to my house to battle, and he battled me for about an hour, and everybody, my neighbors, they see me every day, and we were just going back. I had, some, I had an answer for everything he, he threw at me, and then he was naming everything he did, too, and I had an answer for everything he did, so I got tired. I said, look, we need to get in front of a neutral crowd and do this, and then let the crowd decide. Yeah. A neutral crowd. And he was like, oh, you love, you want to, you stop it. Hey, if you want to say that, you can say that. If that's what you want to say. 
until I caught him up in Fremont at school on lunchtime, and I lit him up in front of everybody. He didn't, hey, he didn't like the crew for a couple of years. He said he disappeared. I didn't know why he disappeared. I thought he just wasn't around. You know what I'm saying? We ended up coming back, though. But uh, he came up with the name. Yeah. Then uh, Damien and Elliot. Damien is when you see that 3D, the RIP on our shirts. Yeah. That's because he passed away. Oh, okay. And uh, he was a mini Dre. Okay. He was like a shorter version of Dre. Yeah. He was very, very meticulous with his moves. Yeah. Everything was exact and on point. Mm. Matter of fact, he every, every two seconds when he get down, it looked like he looked like he was posing, like he could take a picture. Right. Every time he stopped, you looked like you could take a picture. He'd be smiling and he'd mm. be making little faces and stuff. I mean, I mean, the, the, he did little things that made that made your stuff look. I mean, I used to figure out why he looked. One time, me and Sarah was battling each other. He came up and just did something. Yeah. And what he did made us look stupid. Um, so we didn't want to battle no more. We wanted to go practice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he was so, woo, my God. All I could do was think, where did the world get a load of this guy? Yeah. I couldn't wait to yeah. unleash him to the world, but he ended up passing away before we could actually get out there. Yeah. But uh, he did make it to a few things. You know, yeah. he did make it to one of the B-Boy Summits and okay. something else and stuff. But uh, he just, we just didn't really get a chance to get him on footage. You yeah, know, I got yeah, time for five minutes of him on footage when he first came out of retirement somewhere. Yeah. But uh, he was perfectionist. His glide, his kicks, his everything, his everything. Mm. And uh, I learned a lot from him. Actually, he upped my game. Yes. You know, I didn't know how to glide. I learned how to glide from him. You know, I learned like little fundamental stuff that I teach now. Yeah. That make make. Like, like, like this, how I showed you without hitting with it. Right. There's other stuff too. That, that little, little bitty stuff that make makes big stuff look, yeah. make a big difference. Nice man. He was on such another level with it. Then I started peeping off the little things uh, he was doing. Like, oh, mm-hmm. dang. God damn. Yeah. Yeah. So my classes are actually kind of dope. Yeah. You know? uh, our routines are actually training routines. Okay. Um, you actually can learn to bop just by learning our routine. Mm. And look, here's the thing. You don't hit learning our routine. You don't hit. See, most people go in trying to hit. Hit real hard. If you do that, you're not going to learn it. See, the hit is in the moves. All you have to do is learn the moves. And once you learn the moves, you can't help but hit. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) You can't help but hit. Right. You know, it's built into the thing. So... Mm. Yeah, we had a lot of fun, you know. We dodged gang fights and bullets. Was that a big part of, of like, growing up out here? And, oh, yeah. And, like, dancing as well? Did dancing, dancing like... save lives. Save lives, right? Yes, sir. Save lives. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. you get a ghetto pass. You can get out. Yeah. You know, they be like, oh, man, battle my whole group. And you battle it, it's all fun. They like, oh, he's got out. Clowning on, boy, you know. Yeah. We was always got to... They love to see it. A lot of them used to cry. You had people that went from popping to gangbanging, okay. then you had some people that went from gangbanging to popping. Uh, then you had some people that just just popped and never gangbanged. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, a lot of them used to do it, you know, so they, they appreciate when they see somebody getting down, you know, back in the day, you know, my area. Yeah. Do, you, do you think at all that, like, the the gang life affected the, the way pop locking looks or the way the dance was, was done? Like, did... Did the like rough neighborhoods kind of mold the dance at all? 
tried to affect, it did affect one dance, the mod. I don't know if you ever heard of that. Mm -mm. That's why. Because they, they affected that dance. It was taken over from Papa. It was taking over Papa. I wanted to be a mod. I was ready to stop Papa. I was going to blend my mind, my Papa with the mod, though. And the, what is that? You said the trench coat yeah, or something? Yeah, all black and trench coat. They were wearing black and white buttons with different poses on the, on the trench. It was like a sorority type of dance. You know, they kind of started it. So I started in college. Oh, you know what I'm saying? Okay. They would come in with their penny loafers on, their black penny loafers, with the with the flooding pants, with the black glasses, look like John Belushi and them. Yeah. They would come on, they all had a routine, they would just pause. Ah oh, man, that was hard. Yeah. And then those poses would be on the buttons too, black and white, you know, poses. Oh, oh man, that was hard. They got they, they used to dance, man. All the women they looked like gangsters and then and the gangbangers did they just they hated on them. They, they literally, them. they literally started attacking anybody that was just like a mob. Damn. They killed the culture that was that that was starting. Yeah. Shit. But uh, man, they had moves. It was like a houser, housey type dancing blended with popping. It looked like that. Oh, okay. You know, it, it was nice, man. Yeah, they, yeah. It was really. It, I was impressed. Not too many things impressed me, but I was impressed with that. Do you know any guys that, that used to do that that are still around? Actually, one of the guys that worked with me, Dre was. Uh, I think Dre started helped start that. Yeah. He's been in the forefront of a lot of dancers. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he was in college during the time that that happened. That was him and his boys starting that. Right. Yeah. What about um? I remember at the Boogaloo Barbecue, like you guys mentioned that Boo came down, moved down here. Yeah, yeah. And and had some influence. Yeah, Did he yeah, influenced yeah. a lot of people. Well, he brought that routine stuff down. He brought the routine. Yeah, and uh, he was friends with Dre back then when he was at Lake Bobby Okay. Yeah. So I was still a kid during this time. Yeah. yeah. So so Boo. You think influenced the Papatrons, like, and I don't know exactly what influence he had. Yeah. I only know what Dre told me okay. and what he told me. Yeah, you know, a little bit that he told me. So that Boo told me when we rolled out there to uh, the Oakland band. Yeah, yes. Dre did say he had the routine thing. We, we were not on no routine thing. Everybody okay. was on the solo. solo. And uh, like I was saying about our routines and Bay Area routines, when I watched their old school routines. And I look at our old school routines, I know what the difference is. Now, if you push everybody out the way that was on the side of you, right, it looks yeah, like you're going like this. It looks like you're going, uh, 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 uh. Now you put everybody on the side of them. Right, right. Right? Yeah. Now, but with our routines, you push everybody to the side. Like you coming out on somebody, mm. you know, it's like, you, you know, the, the routine is like, right. you could take the routine and switch up the moves and woo woo woo. And then you know what else too? Yeah, what I think happened too with the early poppers, 
is that when you look at them routines yeah, that the yeah, barrier yeah. people are doing, yeah. like I said, it looked like you're doing this. But it's all them together making that illusion. Exactly, yeah. But if you you trying to copy them, what you're seeing on stage, you're actually doing what it's taking all of them to do what you're doing it yourself. You know what I'm saying? When you push everybody out our way of our routines, you can get out. Right. You can mix and match it. Move the moves around. You know, doing the way you want to do it. Right. All that good stuff. Nice. What, um, how did you, uh, like, come up with a, an original style? Like, a lot of the old, older generation dancers have, like, real original styles. Like, you have, like, you focused on tuts. You talked about, like, different ways. I saw you do things with a string almost. Looks like you have a string sort of idea. Invisible is that what it is? Invisible string? How did you come up with some of that? Come up with some of that stuff, just playing around, practicing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot, a lot of moves I came up with. People were looking at me dance, and then they would go, "Oh, ah," and like, "Man, do that again." And I was focusing on what they were saying. And then I, I noticed going up and down. Like one minute I'd be up, turn up. Next minute I'd be down, and I'd come up out of that room, and I'd turn around, spin out of that room. You know, you never know what I'm gonna do next. Okay. okay. <laughs> Ooh, I had a bag of tricks. Yeah. Back in tricks. But my you tech, my spin around tech into the Indian set was just the sickest. I, I, I was the one guy I wanted to teach this to. A little young cat that uh, I'm waiting up well he, he didn't he didn't keep showing up, but he was but the first person I was about to show it to. Yeah. He can actually still do that move. You know, going to that position, right? You know what I'm saying? Well, my touch would take me all the way down like a Rubik's cube, you know, and I'd come up, you know, like a like a puzzle, you know what I'm saying? What made your touch different than other guys that, uh, around you? My my slots. Yeah. If you pay attention, that when I do regular touch, they're all perfect. Mm. The only time I don't do perfect touch is when I bring it in with my hand and I'm doing hand touch. Yeah. I call them the legal touch if they're legal to do. Like, I'm gonna leave you with this one touch. Yeah. Okay, this is, I told you that was a touch yeah. one. But this right here is not a touch. This is a illegal, well, I call it a legal touch, but everybody does it. Yeah. Right? This is the, the kind of shit. Okay. Yeah. Uh-huh. Because it fits, yeah. Right. That is a tough. Yeah, this right is. there. Okay. Nice. A lot of people do this. Yeah. No, no, no. Little, so it's a subtle thing. Again, like little subtle things that make a big difference. I mean, I use it, but I know what I'm doing. Popping was more of a, uh, like the, like the piano bell, like the, you know, the little, the, the little ticker. Yeah. Right? Do, 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 do. Everything was like that. Do, no matter what they did. Do, yeah. Do. Everything was on that, on that, on that fast little, you know, little fast beat. Yeah. Well, with us. It seems like that's the, why they call it dubstep, but see we call it lurking and we've been doing this since day one. Yeah. And that's why I was running around undefeated. Knocking everybody I came to yeah. down because they didn't have, they didn't understand. It was like, I remember Hoist Gracie in the first uh, UFC. He said they didn't know it. Went. See, I'm already thinking 10 steps ahead. You, uh, they had no idea what they were stepping into. You know, I'm already like, I'm, I'm so, 
I can create on the fly. Yeah. It's hard for me to do the same routine over and over. Right. You know what I'm saying? I'm yeah. gonna do something different because I'm just moving. I ain't yeah. even telling myself what to do, I'm just moving. Right. And then when the beat comes in, I don't care what I'm doing. Right. I can come on with the music. Right. I can be walking. <laughs> <laughs> I watch the people thinking about what move to do next. Let me do this on you. Oh, yeah, let me do this. Mm-hmm. You're going to run out of that. Yeah, yeah. I had a bunch of moves that I could pull, you know, pull you out too, my, right. on my back. My patented move, I got patented moves. Yeah. I could freestyle. And that's how I got everybody, too. I would come out and just bait them out. Uh, bait them out. Soon as I get them, soon as they spin, soon as they repeat, they move. Uh, now I'm going to my bag of tricks. Uh-huh. And you're not ready. Yeah. You're not ready. <laughs> <laughs> Which what, what chamber you want to go in? Yeah. You want me to glide? I'm on my plane to stay. Let's do this. I, I, I would never wait on my crew yeah. to, 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 to go nowhere because they, sometimes we wouldn't go or it takes forever. So I always said I'd meet them here. Yeah. And every time I did that, they always got me to perform me some kind of way, right? Yeah. So, <laughs> and then go boom, fall into a sit, and I'm looking at the opponent. Bam! And then I raise up out of that old touch. Then I raise back and go like this to my guys in the eyes. And everybody's going, first you hear them say, oh, oh, I can feel them there. Then when I bag up to them, no wonder he hard. <laughs> I still bust uh, circles up. Oh I was shutting down. Yeah. Nobody want to come out after that. Yeah. They didn't want to come out after that. They was done. They was more than we were. They wasn't ready. They were like, come on, glide. That took everybody's attention right there. Right. Everybody watching you go. And then I lick at my dude. Boom, 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 boom. And just hold up on me. Mm. And then come up out of that. Get get go. Yeah. Yeah, I was vicious. Yeah, what were some like epic battles you ran, or who, what guys did you battle back back then? An epic battle was Flat Top. When I first seen Flat Top, I was shook. Yeah, I was shook. That was fine when he did that. Yeah, it was superb. <laughs> I thought he had endless moves. I'm, yeah. like, I'm not messing with him at all. But then after a while. A good man, he only had about five moves. Mm. And he did them over and over. He had no freestyle. Mm. I'm like, oh, I thought you was really good, but he couldn't handle me and my buddies in my mind. Yeah. 
we got moles. You start repeating yourself on us, you gonna, you gonna have issues. Mm. You know, I thought it to myself. I didn't mean to have a battle with him. Yeah. And I like to do it. Yeah. And I still like it. Me and Ruth yeah, school yeah. to this day. And I even remember the battle, too. Nice. And uh, so one day I walked up, and at the very beach, that was like a beach from that year. Mm. I was there every day. I walked up, and uh, he was bragging about how good he was. And he was like, man, can't nobody beat me. And he looked over me and said, huh, huh. I said, no. Everybody went, ooh. <laughs> that, that, that was the first Clint Eastwood movie, Clint Eastwood soundtrack. Yeah. He took 10 paces, the crowd backed up, and then you just said fighting words. Oh, you just God. said fighting words right there. I'm like, no, no, you, ain't, you can't handle nobody in my crew. Oh, that was, hey, you backed up. So, I, hey, I already knew what I was going to do, yeah. right? I, hey, it was hard. Hey, hey I, I got you. I was like, I'm a man of Holyfield. I'm about to take down Tyson. I just baited him in. I just came out and did a little something, right? He just said he do a little something, right? Boom. And I backed up. He did his couple of famous moves. I did it again. This time I came out a little bit. I tried to, you know, just show everybody a different look. And then I backed up. Boom. Okay. He did his other move that he got. He only got. A couple moves. I mean, where do you want to go with it? I mean, you know, uh, so I mean, you know, right? So he started repeating himself mm -hmm. on the second come out. All I needed to say. Now, going all the way down my back, coming back up, you know, and you know, mm -hmm. uh, uh, the next round, he was repeating himself. I repeat it. Everybody said, they said, who do you think won? In front of the beat. He <laughs> <laughs> like, no, 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 we gotta go again. He did again. I think I gave a whole bunch of other stuff. Now I'm gliding all over the mm. place and I'm ticking to the beat of the music. So you were styling on people, just style, like different things every round, yeah. and you would bait them in the beginning, you know, and then bring out your big moves later. That's such a nice battle tactic. It's so nice. Right. You know, so nice. hey. You know, I, 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 uh, uh, one on Vanda did us like that one time. He uh, invited us to the to the choreographer's ball at the, I think the Roxy or something in Hollywood, and uh, we came in, we seen him in the beginning, but then he disappeared. So we got tired of waiting on him. We just mm. started busting where we was at, me and Damien. We started getting off. And at the end of the night, right when we was tired too, we were tired, we had been dancing for hours. Now he steps up the battle. Mm. He did that, he did that. We was tired <laughs> of it. But we still tired him, yeah. you know? I, I can't say we beat him, I can't say he beat us. Cause we came with it too, we yeah. still came with it. That's what they would do the fall, and he would, yeah. he would, he would, he would, he would, he would spin until the Indian said, "Slam this, slam!" And he would do like a pop up thing. Hmm. Man, that dude was awesome. Mm. Did he come out of that? <laughs> uh, 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 yeah, that was a, that was a hell of a battle. Yeah. And um, um, Stokes, Daryl Stokes, that battle. Um, Everybody was like, oh, 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 man, I'm real critical. 
You know, I didn't know him, so yeah. I was real critical. Yeah. He was doing something like, what are you doing over there? And then when I heard him, he said, oh, he talked about more. And then he said, what? You want a battle? You know, mm-hmm. somebody instigated it. Yeah. Well, okay. He went out there on that grass. Same thing. Same thing. Baby, man. Mm-hmm. And do what he was gonna do. One more time, and then I went on one. Mm. I went on one. I did. That was like one of the first time I really did like a thousand tests in one sitting. Mm. But I spent all the way up. See, there's some stuff that I could do. This test I can't really explain. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I can show you, but I can't really explain. Yeah. But because uh, a lot of people ain't still ain't seen. It, you know mm. what I'm saying? When I did a thing, I did it somewhere we was at. And everybody was like, man, this one I thought your touch couldn't get no Uwa. Mm-hmm. My knee was feeling good that day. And I went all the way around to an uh, Indian sit doing touch. Mm-hmm. And you know how to make the touch move me around, you know. And I, uh, and I was sliding around in a circle in the Indian sit. That shit was hard. But, uh, yeah, uh, oh, yeah, I knocked him down, down, down. <laughs> Uh, the first time um, I did a box cut on Boogaloo Shrimp. Mm. Now, 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 I would bait people in with that too. At first, I'll come out and only do these type of tests. Yeah. Like, now this is my signature. I come out and all you see me is doing these, right? And I'll do so many of these that people be like, whoa, look at that. Oh, and then when I feel like they thought they got their feel, yeah. then I'm
I broke the man a skate ring one time, I think, in Missoula. I don't know where we was at. And, uh, and some people came down from the East Coast, and we battled everybody in there. Somebody nice. did something toward his town, he got out. Somebody did something toward my town, I got out. Yeah. Did I bumped into him a long time ago? Well, I seen him one time at Venice Beach take a picture, and I talked to him. And uh, he was like, man, you got to get you an agent. That's what I didn't do. Mm-hmm. I didn't get me an agent. Asian. I was kind of mad when I spoke to him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I was young, man. I was like 15, you know? Oh. You know, so. How old were you when you started popping? Oh, yeah. so I was like, fifth grade, I know that. I was, I was in fifth grade. How long you been, how long you been popping? Huh? How long you been popping now? Yeah, since I was <laughs> since the fifth grade. Yeah. How old are you now? 48. 48. Still dancing, still. I still pop lock with the yep. best of them. Yep. Turning out the rest yep. of them. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy, man. Hey, thank you for, for being on the uh, the interview. Um, for everyone out there, future Assassin's Crew here with Sensei Bop from the LA Boppers. Been breaking down Bopping and his story and you know, these guys are reachable, you know, like they're here. We're in uh, we're in South Central right now. South Central LA. We're in South Central. These guys are on Facebook. For you guys out there that are interested in learning more about different styles of popping, like, you know, I just wrote Sensei on Facebook and he was nice enough to meet up with me today and, and give me some education. So, you know, please feel free to reach out to any of the LA boppers and, and get that history, get that knowledge. Because these guys have it like you heard, they got it broken down their system and it's a it's a style of its own. You know, they have their own approach and um, it's worth looking into because it's a special thing. You wanna say any last thing before we, we head out? Uh, shout out to animation and uh, and, um, um, said you know respect to animation wavo skeeter rabbit um sven like some of our fallen popping soldiers and uh like i said these guys are reachable la bopping crew sensei bop winter 